You've got a vision. You've got an idea. You've worked hard, but nothing's moving forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible, the show that helps you to believe, conceive, and achieve. Your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman, Hollywood producers, authors, and parents with over 30 years of entertainment experience, want to help guide you through the practical steps it takes to get your idea off the ground. Your vision, should you choose to pursue it, is possible. Get ready to be empowered in three, two, one. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to Vision Possible. Butch Hartman here with my beautiful wife, Julianne Hartman. Hello, everybody. I'm sure that you guys are having a great day, and if not, start right now. That's right. So you're under orders to have yes. a great day. Speaking of having a great day, we have someone in the office with us uh, on the show today that has a really great day all the time. I'm not even kidding. She is uh, somebody with an amazing attitude, and it's an attitude that I wish I had more often. And it's an attitude I wish more people had more often because today's episode is all about attitude because in pursuing your vision, attitude is probably one of the most important factors. Absolutely. And you know what? It all depends on what kind of day you want to have, right? And in your attitude is what makes that difference, oh whether it's a good day or it's a bad day. Yep. And um, and so we want to introduce you right now to an amazing young woman. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, author. She's an uh, author. Public speaker. A uh, two-time author. Yes. Uh, public and, speaker. And uh, she just happens to be... Our baby, no, oh, she, no, she's our, our daughter. daughter. And listen, we know we might sound like we're really pumping her up, like, oh, she's done all these things, but she really has done all these things, and she's yes. only twenty three years old. And uh, this is Carly Hartman. Hi, yes. Carly Hartman. Hello, everybody. Nice to meet you. You can tell she's the youngest one on the show right now. So yes. uh, that's definitely not us doing a voice. That's her. But we yeah. just wanted to, uh, Carly, talk about you and the new movement that you've started. It's been around now for a couple months, but it's yeah. really starting to, well, let's back up to gain some speed. And so we want to talk about what you're doing now and how it, how your life kind of led up to this. Well, let's, let's go back for two seconds. We have two daughters. Carly is our oldest. Sophia is our next our youngest daughter she's 21 and uh carly was born in 1995 and but ever since you were born carly you there was something unique about you you always wanted business supplies for toys like you never wanted real toy and this is true right tell us about that well i always made sure to have lemonade stands when i was little because i loved i guess bossing people around Uh, no you like you like commerce and selling things (laughs) yes i've had about four businesses up until the age of like, I mean, all the way till I was like 10 years old with my friends and neighbors down the street and just whoever I could find to sell lemonade with me or have a dance studio with or have a little like smoothie shop with. That's what I always I loved to do. Making. Yes, I would make my friends like make really horrible like beads out of clay and we would like make necklaces and stuff i just loved anything business and but you kind of you kind of moved that on into making actual jewelry when you were a a teenager you made some real live jewelry what was the name of your jewelry company it was called cora wear and i started that when i was 17 years old i know i remember still in high school Yes, I was selling jewelry to my friends in the hallway. If that's legal, I don't know. <laughs> but oh, I they loved sell it. all kinds of things in high school, yeah. <laughs> so it was really fun. And that's kind of what launched me into what I'm doing now. And you wrote a, when did you write your first book? What was the first book called? 
It is called 101 Girl Tips. That was a few years ago. I think I was 19 or 20. You wrote that book. Now you have a second book out. Now what's your second? Here's your, this is the name of your movement. So what is the second book called? It is called Best Day Ever. Best Day Ever. Now Carly not only wrote this book, but she's one of our co-founders of the Vision Possible Conference. You know, your mom, your mom Julianne and I wrote the book Vision Possible. We turned it into a conference. We're like, who else can we have speak at the conference? We have a young man named Nathaniel Spears, who's a great marketer. We'll have him on the show. Have we had him on the show yet? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet, but we will. We got to get him on the show, and then, but we got to have. Uh, but Carly uh, speaks at the conference all the time, and you speak about this stuff. So, what is the best day ever? Well, that's been my life motto for, I think, my whole life, but I finally crafted the phrase like last year, I think, because I was going through a lot of things that made me not want to have the best day ever. (laughs) And so that's when I realized that every day is the best day ever because every day is not the best day ever. So it's all a mindset shift. So say that again. Every day is the best day ever because not every day is the best day ever. Right. That's what I have to train my mind to think because... Obviously, we don't have the most perfect day every single day. Like when we think of the best day, it might be like a wedding or a birth of a baby. That doesn't happen every single day to us, right? right? So it's like how can well, we Well, for turn- some people, it does happen. And giving, can- <laughs> having babies does happen every single day. How can we turn each just normal average day, sometimes bad day, into a good day? Because bad things, not so good things can happen, but it's up to us to choose how we react to those So things. how do we turn a bad day into a good day? Well, people actually I have a, my own podcast, and so I interview my guests all the time on how they have the best day ever, and I think it's through different methods. For me, I choose thankfulness and gratefulness. Other people just choose patience or counting their blessings or morning routines. And so that's really how I find the best in every day is by thanking, um, you know, for me, God, into like and, and thanking him for all that I have and all that um, – it's already been given to me as opposed to complaining on what might be happening, but thanking him for things that I know I can get through and that he's already provided for me. Wow. So you you truly do have a great attitude about everything. And I've seen it. And she can, gets that from me. Of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. she definitely gets was, that. that. That's the gene. No, but um, I was definitely going to say that. You know, <laughs> That's for sure. But um, what I love, though, is she's right, and that's what really changes people's thinking. And what I love about our conferences, which I hope all of you get to experience someday. And join us. Yeah. And is, hang um, out with us. Is really how do you change your surroundings or whatever that bad day is, and how do you find something good about it? And so, you know, that's why we always, many, well, like maybe four or five years ago, you know, we would say, okay. Many moons ago. This happened, but how do we increase? There's an increase in here somewhere. How do we increase? How do we gain from this? There's something we're going to gain from it, as opposed to, look how horrible this situation is. Right. Yeah, and what I like to say a lot, too, is like a good thing and a bad thing could even happen in the same day. You know, like sometimes not every amazing thing happens on the same day. Sometimes other days it's just a lot of bad things that happen. But what will you choose to focus on? Because that's how you will get through because the best days turn into the best tomorrows. And then that turns into the best week, the best month, the best year, and then the best life. And that's my goal for you. What people are out there listening right now going, how, yeah, this girl is all sunshine and lollipops. How can she possibly have the best day ever, every single day? I can tell you how she does it. She creates it. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're her parents. We've seen her every day of her life 
mostly. I mean, I've, I think I've traveled a little bit here and there without you. But uh, other than that, I mean, we have seen you every day of your life. We've seen you grow up as this girl, this person, this amazing entrepreneur, this businesswoman who's always smiling, always laughing, always positive, and, and always trying to help people. And I'm not even joking around. This is not fake. This is not uh, – Trust me, I've a lot, that is not me. I'm always I, I'm always struggling to have the best day ever. But you really truly do. Now, what are some examples of a best day ever? You have some examples I like to have you uh, tell people. Yeah, well, I like to just kind of give examples because sometimes you may not be aware of the blessings that are happening around you. Like these are things that have happened to me that are best days ever and best things ever that happen in a day. But maybe they've happened to you too, but you haven't even noticed it. And so, for example, one time we were in a restaurant. And we saw 12 Santa Clauses eating dinner after work, I guess. <laughs> we, we, we really did. We were in Colorado and we walked into this restaurant and there were like 12 dudes all with white <laughs> hair and white beards and they all had red suspenders on. Red like overalls, and they had just—it was like a Santa Claus convention or something. Yes, and Mrs. Clauses. It was just they had the wives and husbands all there, so that was like a great day because hey, and why yet can't, we got no presents. Which why was the can't weird every part. day be Christmas? You know, why can't and, it, my Julian? Why can't every day be Christmas? Why? That's a good question. Well, I think on the Fairly Odd Parents, you wrote a song called "I Wish Every Day Was Christmas." I wish every day could be Christmas. Yes. I did. You mean I wrote an Emmy-nominated song? Is what you're trying to say? Yeah, no, it, that song was nominated for an Emmy. That was the best day ever writing that song and then having it up for an emmy but then we lost the emmy so it wasn't the best day ever but still i was at the emmy so it was the best day ever i see what you're doing see what i did changing our mindset what's another example of the best day ever well like i was at the mall one time when there was like a miniature pony they were walking around just like a man brought his pet to the like a shetland pony a little tiny pony not just a dog we took it up a level to a miniature horse. It wasn't a dog. Oh, it was actually a horse. Yeah, it was a miniature pony. It wasn't a dog the size of a horse. It was no, a horse. No, but it's wow. just like, you know, usually Californians bring their dogs everywhere, but this was an actual horse. That's the, and by the way, we have our dog here in the that studio with us right now. That makes me happy. Yeah. And <laughs> then, you know, getting to pet random strangers' dogs or just like, you know, my barista once or many times will just give you free coffee. Like just things like that that are just little blessings that happen. That, you know, making big deals with your business, whatever it is, that just really turns it into the best day. Now, what? Go ahead. I want to add, too, that lately there have been all these butterflies in Southern California. It's been kind of cool. Yeah. And I can't even think of anything else that could make you have a better day than seeing these beautiful butterflies. If they were dropping money, if they were dropping money out of their wings, that'd be fun. Okay, that might be better. But see, also, like, you could look at the butterflies and be so happy, but then also you could be really experiencing bad allergies and really like, you know, suffer from that and kind of not see the beauty that's happening at the same time because I know this is allergy season. But what I'm saying with that is, are you looking at the butterflies as like a little blessing, as like beautiful and fun and make you happy? Or are you just going to focus on the pollen that they're spreading with their wings? No, butterflies are great because they don't sting you. Yes. They don't buzz. They don't buzz. And they're They don't do that. And they're beautiful. Yeah, they're really cool. Just like you guys. You know, yesterday I was out on a walk and there was so many on the ground that were that had not made it. Oh, they died. They yeah. ran out their so, life expectancy. Uh, so I was trying to pick them up and <laughs> have them fly again. But you know what? It's like one of these things. Like she just said, you could say it's spring. Oh my gosh, look at all the flowers. I mean, my gosh, look at all the the Insta you know opportunities. Instagram, with, yeah, in, Insta opportunities, Instagram opportunities with all the the beautiful flowers everywhere in Southern California. 
Or you could say, oh, God, it's it's spring. That means I've got allergies and I can't breathe yeah. and my nose it's is all in your It's I'm all in your attitude. It all depends on how you look at mm-hmm. it. Yeah, uh, and it's really just about changing your perspective and your mindset because I feel like I'm sometimes obnoxiously optimistic in certain situations. Like I can really find a positive thing with whatever happens. You probably drive people insane. Yes, because And it's I've not seen you normal. drive people insane. People and who I really do. want to be miserable, you won't allow them to be Yeah, And I don't mean to be optimistic to make people feel bad about not being optimistic but what's just exciting is that we all have a new opportunity today we all have a chance today to make a change with our minds it just starts with you because you know life happens and we can't necessarily always control what happens but the only thing you can control is how you react to it and how you decide to take the day let me ask you that i have a very important question what color are the butterflies because i've only Seen them flying around? They're monarch butterflies. They're coming in from Mexico because there was an overpopulation. So they're orange? Yeah. Oh, I saw so many beautiful patterns. They were orange and yellowish. Okay, because they're flying by me so fast and I don't really get a good look at them. And so it's like they're kind of oranges, right? Yeah. And they're yes. not huge. They're like little ones. They're like this, right? They're yeah, they're just them with my car. Exactly. That, well, they can be a best day ever. Now, what is in your book? What, what do you tell people to do in the book? Yeah, so my book came out um, to kind of complement my podcast, Shameless Plug, Best Day Ever, <laughs> Nicely podcast done. or book. And it is a 21-day challenge to find the best in every day. So I think scientifically it's you know proven that it takes about 21 days to form a habit. Definitely takes longer days to break a habit, I'm sure. But I, I want to- I think it's about 21 days. I think, I think both are 21 days. Oh, good. We there, can Google it. Um, but I, I want to Google make has the answer for a everything. Devo- yes. like a devotional challenge type book that's, you know, kind of like prompting you each day how to find the best in every day because there's beauty in every day. But are you willing to find it and are you looking for it? And that's what my book really tries to prompt you in doing. So there's 21 days of challenges that you have to do um, simple things and you just log it and you journal it and see your progress. And then hopefully you can start finding your own best in every days. Okay. I love that. I love that. So um, let me ask you this. Are there any more books planned? I mean, I know it takes a lot. How long did it take you to write your book, by the way? It took me about a year. Now, because this is Vision Possible, we want to talk about your vision. You had yes. an idea to write a book, right? Now, did the book suddenly appear before your very eyes? Did it, did it magically no. happen? No. Shocking. You had to actually sit and write it. And the discipline. So can you maybe talk about how you had to discipline yourself? Yeah, well, um, I'm the kind of person, I guess, with social media these days, I don't have like a big attention span anymore. So (laughs) I did not want to just take hours out of my day to go write a book because I would not be able to focus. So what I did was just write a paragraph every single time I was on an airplane on the notes app on my phone. So it wasn't even like really intense. I would just take that time that I already had. And turned it into something that I could actually make later, you know. So but I, I mean, you had to sit and write this thing. Everyone, anyone who wants to write a book, you have to sit and write yeah, it. Yeah, and just I sit would do down. it on my airplane rides. You've, only the airplane rides? Which have been a lot lately. Yes. We, have, we have been so flying been a, a lot. lot. So. We have been flying a lot lately. But uh, but that's but that, that's one thing I want to talk about, though. It's like the discipline it takes to do all the things that you do. Like you wrote two books, not just the one. You wrote two books. Each one took you about six months to a year. I think the first book took you about six months, yep. right? And uh, the second book took you um, about a year. And if you want to write a book like that, it takes some time. It really does. So what do you do on a daily basis? Like, I know you have all these businesses. I'll talk about talk about those. What is the one thing what, – what's the biggest business that you have right now? That would be my digital marketing agency. So I have an amazing team, you know, virtually all over the country. Right. And what's the name of your agency? 
that's just it's called Jenna Sisters, which is my agency for marketing, and then I also have a celebrity marketing side of it, okay. where I work with you know top talent. You are one of my clients. Dad. I am one of your clients. You said and top talent, though I can't possibly be one. Make of your top them clients. money on Instagram. So my digital marketing side, we do full service marketing for like all sorts of companies, which has been really fun because that's been since I was seventeen, right. And I'm 23, so six years of that experience. And then recently started my like talent side of it, making more people money on Instagram with a lot of followers. Mm. So that's really fun. And then I also have an inner beauty pageant for young girls. Now, I always like to, I, I, when you say that, I want you to, I like when you describe it like this. It's a beauty pageant, but it's an inner beauty pageant. Yeah. Yes. And what's it's it called? It's called Pageant 360. So that's kind of a, that is a considered a business, right? Yes, it yeah. is one of my businesses. What do you do with and, that? And um, we've had pageants since 2014, since I was 18 years old, and I started a pageant franchise, I guess, all about inner beauty and how to empower women to be world changers and be confident in their bodies. And so we've had pageants every year since then, and it's been really, really fun um, to all over you did, the world. No, no exactly. No, uh, let's, I was gonna, just going to get to that. So you did the oh. first couple pageants here in California. Yes, Calabasas and Agora Hills. Yeah, and uh, and you also you also went to um, uh, Oaks Christian High School, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You attended Oaks a class of what? 2013. 2013. Started your pageant the next day, didn't you? Or, uh, no, a year later. A but. year later. Yep. Why did I say the next day? Because that's said, my other business. Oh, your other. what was your other business? The jewelry line. The jewelry line. Officially opened. The day after you graduated high yes. school. Right. Then, uh, so we, we did the first couple um, pageants here in LA. And then you just did one, I think it was almost two years ago, in Uganda. Talk yes, about in that. This is Uganda, Africa. That's right. Yeah. How did that happen? We knew some people from my Bible college that I went to. And they hooked us up with amazing pastors over there in Uganda with a huge church. And so we got to do a pageant during their women's conference weekend or week or something like that. And it was a wonderful event because the girls were incredible. We had like 20 girls in this pageant and they were so excited. And we had like 500 um, audience members because it was just a huge town event and it was super fun. And so next year... We are going to two other locations, and my goal is really just to, um, you know, not compete with the pageant world, but just show people that we can take pageants and turn them into world-changing movements that girls can launch off of and, like, you know, impact the world in their own way. That's pretty amazing. And that's what's really important is that, um, you know, this is not about how beautiful somebody is. And that's been something that, you know, that has been – it's not that it's a bad thing. But it's just this is something that is going to really empower not just the one who wins, but everybody. Because the workshops that she does, all the breakout sessions that she has, empowers each individual. Not empowers them to win the crown, but empowers them to go and change their communities, no matter if they are second runner-up, fifth runner-up, tenth runner-up. And so that's really important because a lot of times the ones that don't actually win the crown kind of get lost in the shuffle. But with Carly, she made it different where everybody now will go back to their communities and to uh, you know, change the world around them. Right. Plus, it's like uh, it really empowers the girls to get up and be in front of an audience, have to do their talent. Uh, a lot of them probably thought I could never be in a quote unquote pageant in the first place, and now they get to be in a pageant like this, which is I think it's pretty I think it's pretty groundbreaking, Carly Hartman. Yes, that's why we that's why we started helping you do it when you wanted to when you were younger. I know, <laughs> but you, the great thing about you is that you have all these ideas now. Um, and, and 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 the best day ever, I think, is something everybody needs to 
to embrace and get into even more, I think. Mm-hmm. But some people just can't get past the fact. Like, I can't possibly have a great day every day. That's just not allowed. Mm-hmm. People think it's not allowed. I can't have a great day every day. I'm supposed to be miserable or angry. What do you say to people like that? I just believe we only have one life to live, and I just don't want us to have bad days. Yes, bad things happen. This is not an approach of, like, avoiding bad things that happen. We're not, you know, ignoring them or forgetting those things. But we. my goal is for us to take those things and turn them into something good and we only have you know one life and so how do you want to live it do you want to leave your mark do you want to make an impact and change the world what i like to encourage people is just start by like writing out a list of people that you come in contact with every single day at the grocery store gas station or Mm -hmm. starbucks and it's like do you leave them with a compliment or a smile or did did you make their day bad because you were rushing and really angry? Or did you yell at somebody? Yeah, which I think it's good to just keep track of, you Mm -hmm. know, but like that's the only time you'll like encounter them in probably your life or just in that day. So how can you leave your mark? And it's like, that can start to turn you around into having better days because you'll start to see that like, you're not just living life for you. You're living life to impact others. Wow. Where did this girl come from? She gets I told it from you, you. She, she gets it all from she me. She gets it from you. I don't even know why I'm what I'm doing here. I think I think I've paid for some food over the years. That's about all I've done. Well, that's great. Now, um, what do you say to people right now that want to do what you're doing? What do you? Because you're Carly. You're only 23 years old. So many 23 year olds are still trying to figure out what they're doing. You know, you you left high school, went to Bible college for a year. You went to Moore Park University. You went to Moore Park College, not University. College. Forget, yeah, Moore Park College for two years, mm-hmm. and you you didn't really have like quote unquote the big university experience. No. And do you think people need that? I'm in full support of you doing what you feel like you're supposed to do, but um, I did not go to a four-year, you know, so I'm obviously like, I think that's a great thing. I think it's great if you go to one, but as long as it's going according to the path that you have chosen, you know, like if that's what you need to do, then do it. If you're miserable in one way that you, you know, have the other option, then maybe go the other direction. Whatever you feel is going to help advance you towards what you want to do. So I started at a very young age, like pursuing what I loved, and I'm so thankful for that. But some people don't even know what they want to do at all, and that's totally fine. So just relax, rest, and just, you know, finding those hidden talents. Like what did you love to do back when you were five years old? That'll really help you see maybe like what you're more trained to do, like what you are, what's wired in you, and that'll kind of help you get started. But we don't want to make we want to make sure that people know as they're making their visions possible and everybody can do what you do. Exactly. They do their own thing in their own way. But you're a great example and the reason we wanted to have you on the show uh, not, you know, even though you're my daughter, if you hadn't been doing anything, uh, the show is called Vision Possible. We want to make sure that people who come on yes. this show have a vision and are making it possible. And you certainly are. You well, fit the biggest thing is all yes, the criteria. We all should not do what each other does because then this world would be boring and not, you know, have any difference made. But um, when you're living life, you just need to remember that you are the only one standing in the way of your dream coming true because. You know, like we can't make those decisions for you. You have to push yourself. You have to stay motivated. So whatever it is that you want to do, you have to go for it because when, if you don't do it today, then when will you? What is that next step for you? There you go. And with people that are in their 50s and older, like Butch and I, you know, that's the sad part is we hear the the um, the sadness in people yeah. of how they didn't pursue what they wanted to do. They had to do make other choices and to choose other lines of of a profession or whatever it is, and they never got to be or do what they really were that they feel they were really born to do. Yeah, and sometimes it does just take 
second, a quick attitude change, and you can start seeing things a lot more clearly. Yeah, so check it out at carlyhartman.com. That's good. <laughs> I was going to say, let's plug your website. So it's carlyhartman.com. Check us out at visionpossibleconference.com. We, yeah. offer a, we offer a mentorship program, your mom and I, Julianne yeah. Hartman and I. You can get one-on-one time with Julianne and I. Uh, we, have, we offer various packages. We can come do it face-to-face, or we can do it over Skype or Zoom. Check out our packages there, visionpossibleconference.com, and carlyhartman.com. Carly with a C. Woo, yes. Carly with a Y. C-A-R-L-Y Hartman.com, yes. right? Okay, good. I want to show you. I want all the fans to know how Thank to get a hold you, of you. Thank yeah. you, Dad. All right, guys. Listen, well, thanks for anything else you want to wrap up with, Julianne Hartman. No, that's it. I just am excited because I know that this is really going to speak to a lot of people, whether you're you know 20 years old or you're 52 years old. You know, it doesn't matter. This is for everyone. We can start yep. today. There is no time like right now to start changing your attitude on things. Super cool. All right, guys. Hey, listen, thanks so much for listening today. We hope that Carly, I'm Carly totally speaks to us. I know that is yes, what she, what she has to say. I don't mean she speaks to us. I mean, her, her, her message speaks yes. to us. But we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Carly is really someone to look out for. And uh, again, she really knows how to make her vision possible. We want you guys to make your vision possible as well. So we'll see you next time so we can help make your vision, vision possible. possible. There we, we go. we said that enough? I think we said it enough, yeah. Okay, see you guys <laughs> Bye, later. Guys. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Vision Possible. We want to hear from you. Please email us your questions at visionpossiblequestions at gmail.com. It's your vision. Now go make it possible.